Welcome to your DIY health, even though we're late, but uh, had a little bit of a software issue. That's what I get for making changes right before the show. You know, it wasn't right before. I had everything set half an hour ago, and everything looked like it was working fine but until, <laughs> until we tried to go live on the air. But anyway, it is uh, this is your DIY health here on the People's Patriot Network, and I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. I'm also the chief cook and bottle washer, technician, call screener, on-air personality, and everything else. And when you wrap all those together, you're bound to have problems from time to time. It's Wednesday, April 8th, 2020, and because of the lack of uh, everything working at the beginning of the show, I'm not going to get on all the stuff I normally talk about. You can check out the website at yourdiyhealth.com, Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, like H-E-A-L-T-H.com, and uh, that will give you uh, an idea of what all we have to offer. There's excellent information there. Uh, check out the Facebook page. I've been posting a whole bunch of stuff. It's uh, The link is at the bottom of the um, homepage and the bottom of the radio shows page. At the top of the radio shows page, you will also see the uh, uh, archive page, which is set up through castbox.fm. Take advantage of that. Keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. And nothing we say on this show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can make sure that what you're doing, what you're trying, is right for you. So, it was working. I'm thinking I'm, something may have changed again here. Okay, it is working. Good. Just check the live feed again. We are live, <laughs> finally. And uh, better late than never, I guess. So... Uh, and before I forget, tomorrow we will have Michael Gaddy on with us again. Uh, we'll be talking about um, all the good stuff that uh, we usually get to with him, uh, historically speaking. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, I'm sure, and very ed educational. Um, so I'm getting the chat room where I can see it. And everything does appear to be working properly now, I hope. So... Uh, Robert, Edward, thanks so much for calling in and checking in up on me. But uh, one of the things I want to talk about today, and uh, again, I want to stress, yesterday I was talking about uh, Dr. Glidden and his uh, recently released um, documentary of sorts about the COVID-19 coronavirus. Uh, it's two hours and 49 minutes long, I believe, and I've gotten through almost two hours so far, and it is absolutely freaking awesome. I posted the uh, link in yesterday's show description. It's also on uh, the, the Facebook page, and I will put it in today's as well. But the site you can go to is, oh boy, <laughs> just have brain freeze. Um, let me see if I can find it here real quick. Uh, again, too many browser windows open. Um, I think this one will do it. Do, 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 do. Let's see here. It's not that one. It's not this one. Well, and that's not it. Shoot. Well, good grief. Never ending story. And that's Vimeo. Hmm. Come on. <laughs> uh. 
Where is it? I would think it would be on this thing. Nope. Good grief. Dr. Peter Glidden, uh, your steadfast. Trying to get. Never fails. Man. Nothing works today when. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Just to. Ah, there it is. Rise up into health.com. R I S E U P I N T O health, H E A L T H.com. Rise up into health.com. You'll be able to watch the trailer and then uh, you'll be able to buy the on demand. If it's 1995, it allows you to watch it anytime you want. You get a uh, free PDF that you can download that will have all the, um, oh goodness, uh, stuff that they talk about as far as homeopathic and uh, Ayurvedic recipes for teas and for homeopathic uh, remedies that will help you uh, deal with this thing. Um, just absolutely amazing. And homeopathy is a very interesting uh, modality, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, it's uh, fantastic stuff. And uh, basically, it's too in-depth. The How it works is way too in-depth to go into it. And I don't understand it all that much. All I know is it works. It's not hocus-pocus. It's not placebo-like uh, the idiot MDs like to believe if they can't understand it, they just automatically, you know, say it's quackery, which, you know, the real quacks are the ones with MD after their name when it comes to chronic health issues. So anyway, um, one of the big things, you know, when you when you look at this entire situation, the MD or the allopathic community, all they're focused on is the bug, the virus, whatever it is that's infecting people. And they're constantly trying to come up with things to kill the bug, to sanitize against it, to protect against it. And all of uh, holistic medicine, all the rest of the people that practice medicine out there, you know, because MDs don't practice medicine. They practice one teeny tiny segment of the big pie called medicine. They practice allopathic medicine, which is off all by itself. You have allopaths and then you have holistic people. And the holistic medical practitioners combine everyone else, acupuncture, uh, Ayurvedic, um, uh, you name it. The list goes on and on and on, naturopaths, homeopaths, and so on and so forth. And uh, as a result, those people are all trying to um, basically, instead of looking at the bug, they're looking at the body. They're trying to figure out what... The, you can do to make sure that your body is um, healthy and able to deal with anything that comes its way when it comes in the name of pathogens and whatnot and that kind of thing. And one of the things that the allopathic community is engaging in, along with the media and the deep state, is fear-mongering. And people have to realize that there is a heavy, a very powerful aspect here that people are not thinking about. You know, one of the reasons, uh, and Doug, if you wouldn't mind, if you could mute your phone, there's noise in the background. I want to cover some of this stuff before we start doing calls. Um, but uh, basically, the fear that is being created by the news media, the allopaths, including everybody that's on the White House uh, Coronavirus Task Force, um, there are things that people need to realize. You know, just like, you know, the mind is a very powerful thing. And I honestly believe that the, the disease is not going to kill anywhere near as many people 
as the media and the Democrats and the deep state and everyone else who is sowing all this fear. It's going to cause all kinds of things. We've already had uh, suicides as a result of this. Uh, You know, the people were, you know, at least symptom-free from the virus. I'm not going to say they were healthy because if they were in a mental state that allowed them to commit suicide, they were not healthy. They had severe uh, nutrient deficiencies. But, you know, the people that do contract this disease, number one, those who are very fearful, that runs, runs your immune system down. So you are more likely to get the disease in the first place. And then because they buy into the fear-mongering by the media and everybody else behind it, they are more likely to succumb to the the disease because they are, A, they're scared to death to start with. B, they're scared if they get it, they hear every day about how deadly it is. And these people, I honestly believe there are a lot of people that are dying from this disease who shouldn't be dying but are strictly because their brain tells them, you got it, you're going to die. It's just like the guys in the military. They get shot in the arm in battle, and because they think if they're shot, it's a deadly wound, regardless of where they get hit. And they die from what would be a normal, uh, easily uh, recovered from wound. But it's because their mind tells them, you're shot, you're going to die. In this case, you got the disease, you're going to die. And I, that's a, it's a real powerful thing. Sorry about that. Everything else is going haywire today, and so is my throat. A little BTT here to kind of clean things up. But the, um, yeah, the mind is a powerful thing. And where, like I said, the MDs... Because they don't understand the body, they don't understand nutrition, they don't understand how to keep the immune system healthy, they are, the only thing they have to deal with then is the disease. And that's because allopaths, you know, allopathic means against the pathogen or to fight the disease. That's what they do because that's all they understand. And at the same time, with the media creating all this fear, uh, you're, you're basically scaring people to death. Literally. And I honestly believe there are a lot of people that are dying from this that shouldn't die, but because of all the programming they've received from watching the idiot box every single day while they're home with nothing else to do, and they come down with this thing, and they get it, and boom, uh, well, I'm going to die now because I got it. Boom, you're one of the statistics. Uh, May or may not be the case, but I think it's something to consider. So on the other hand, the holistic doctors... They're looking at the facts and figures, and they're scratching their head as to why things are being so blown out of proportion. You know, all the people that Dr. Glidden has on, he's got five different people that uh, on this uh, video. And so far, I've listened to the first three. I was just getting into number four. But uh, the first three are all looking at the same thing. They're saying there's no reason why this thing should be, we have should, we have should, have, should have gone to this level of hysteria. There's no reason why people should be holding up in their houses. There's no reason why the economy has to be shut down. Uh, and they're all looking at it the same way. There's something going on. They all smell a rat. And at the same time, you know, they, they recognize the fact that, yes, this is a real bug, a real pathogen of sorts. But it is no worse than the seasonal flu. When you crunch the numbers, what they are telling you on TV just does not pan out. And 
it's it's sad that people are buying into this garbage, but it, it is what's happening, unfortunately. And what we're trying to do here is to get the message across to people that you do not have to worry about this thing. Um, it's, you know, it, it's not a big deal. Unless you are one of the, um, you know, selected section, you know, of the population that have, you know, elderly with, uh, you know, much more, uh, you know, underlying health conditions, things like that. But just the same, if you are taking care of yourself, you don't really have that much to worry about either. You know, the problem is, is a lot of people, the intravenous drug users, the people in, in, engaging in risky behavior, like we mentioned earlier with the, you know, back in the 70s with the AIDS stuff, all of that, um, those are the kind of people that are really coming down with this. The homeless community is going to be hit hard uh, just because of the lack of cleanliness and things like that. But the average, uh, average American, you know, is, doesn't have that much to fear. Now, there are some things you can do to mitigate the, you know, problems that you may see. And again, this is where, you know, the exception to that rule is the, the people that, you know, eat crap all the time and basically are not taking care of themselves, even if they're, you know, uh, outside of the risky behavior and that kind of stuff. That's how some of these other people end up getting it, you know, the young people, because their entire lives, their diets have been just garbage. And they're not getting nutrition that their bodies need to maintain a healthy immune system. And there's other things that come into play that you really need to look at. And some of the things that the holistic doctors are looking at is, number one, um, the foods you eat. Garbage in, garbage out. Don't eat garbage. Stay away from processed foods. Stay away from all the high sugar content stuff. You know, that is, you know, we cover that so much on this uh, this show uh, avoiding the um, bad foods and uh, that kind of thing. Those are extremely important. And um, let's see here. I'm just trying to. Nope, that ain't gonna work. Um, and by the way, Carl, thank you in the chat room. I appreciate it. But uh, making sure that you are doing your best to get a decent diet, a high protein diet, which is, like I said, you know, in the past your your immune system is made from protein these naturopaths are all recommending uh 50 to 60 grams of good protein per day uh, and it really doesn't matter what form it comes from whether it's plant whether it's animal whether it's um uh whey protein supplements uh those kind of things uh, as long as you're getting the the good level protein in you you're helping yourself um Making sure that you're staying away from the processed foods. Eat as clean and as whole, uh, uh, organically as you possibly can. Uh, do deep breathing. You know, one of the main things that, you know, goes on and on and on, we talk about this in the past, where um, hydrogen peroxide kills the bug. And what it's doing is it's oxygenating. Um, I'm sorry, Doug, I'm going to have to let you go here for the time being. I'll tell you when to call back. Um, but basically... <clears throat> The uh, uh, staying away from the, I'm sorry, I just lost track, uh, doing deep breathing, because like I said before, hydrogen peroxide kills the bug. That's why vitamin C works, because it converts to hydrogen peroxide in your body, and that's H2O2. Now, H2O, which is water, and then when you add an extra oxygen atom to it, becomes hydrogen peroxide, and it's very unstable. 
that oxygen atom wants to strip off and becomes free oxygen, which then bonds to the bug and kills it. It oxidizes it. And then you have what you have left is a dead bug and water. So by oxygenating your system, you know, breathing deeply, getting plenty of fresh air, those kind of things, that will naturally, and it doesn't cost a thing, it's free, you just oxygenate your body, and the more oxygen you have, the better you are at being able to deal with these things. Most people are in, you know, and that's one of the bad things about being stuck at home. Most people are stuck. They think they can't leave their house. And they keep their windows closed, and they're breathing stale air. They're not breathing deeply. They're breathing very shallow, which is not good for the lungs. They need to be exercised just like muscles do. And when you uh, start, you know, getting extra air into you, go outside, take deep breaths, uh, do some uh, light aerobics that will get the air flowing through your system. That's going to oxygenate your system. It's going to make you a whole lot better. Um, you know, light exercise is good. Um, have a positive mental attitude. It's hard <laughs> if you're listening to the um, the the lamestream media and even places like fox news and stuff uh it's tough to maintain a positive attitude because all they're talking about is the negative sides of this bug how many people are dying and how it's spreading and how much longer we're going to be in lockdown and quite honestly it's just it drains you you have to get away from this stuff for once in a while and actually you know think about something positive you know, one of the things that these doctors are all recommending is meditation. Now, and that can come in a lot of forms. Uh, just reading your Bible and praying, if you're a Christian, um, is something that will help considerably. Um, you know, whatever you got to do, just do what you can to maintain a positive mental attitude. Realize that, hey, I'm looking outside right now. It's a beautiful, sunny day, and um, there's a lot... To, to look forward to this is going to end sooner or later and uh, when it does we're going to get back on track as much as we can um you know one of the things you should be praying for is that trump will see through the crap that's being spewed by his advisors you know, especially fauci and uh um bricks and uh realize that they are not they're basically trying to extend this thing as long as they possibly can I saw an article this morning, I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing, but basically, um, oh, it was actually a, a Tucker Carlson from Fox News was doing some checking, and then from his number crunching, it showed that the death rates actually peaked overall about five days ago. So we're on the downhill slope, um, which is a good positive thing. You know, that means this is coming to an end. The problem is the people that are pushing this don't want it to end, and we've got to get somehow or another, you know, through prayer, meditation, whatever, positive uh, thoughts going to President Trump to realize that he needs to open things back up and, you know, Fauci and, and bricks be damned. Um, and that's something I wanted to play for you, if I can find it here in my uh, doc real quick. Um, yeah, here it is. This is a six, well, just short of six-minute video that ties bill gates who's pushing all these vaccines uh into it really connects the dots for a lot of things but i want you to listen to this here we go 
Nearly 2,400 years ago in ancient Greece, Plato discussed the importance of population control. Aristotle advocated the use of abortion and infanticide. In 1798, an essay on the principle of population was written by Thomas Malthus. He outlined the idea of positive checks, which are diseases, wars, disasters, famines, and genocides. Malthus believed that these things should be utilized to increase the death rate and believed that human misery was an absolute necessary consequence. In 1859, Charles Darwin published The Origin of Species. In it, Darwin only hinted at the implications of human populations, but his cousin, Sir Francis Galton, became obsessed with the idea. In 1883, Galton published Inquiries into Human Faculty and its Development, wherein he wrote that his intention is to touch on various topics more or less connected with that of the cultivation of race, or, as we might call it, with eugenic. The term comes from the Greek word eugenis, of noble birth. In the early 20th century, eugenics became an academic discipline in universities. Organizations were formed and funded to win public support. The Kaiser Wilhelm Institute and the Cold Spring Harbor Institute rejected the idea that all humans are born equal and began selling the idea of cultivating a new master race of noble bloodlines. Planned Parenthood was formed in America by racial eugenics advocate Margaret Sanger. President of IBM, Thomas J. Watson, established a special subsidiary in Poland called Watson Business Machines to assist in the Nazi invasion of Poland. This business continued throughout the war and IBM managed the entire operation from their headquarters in New York. During the Nuremberg trials, the Nazis quoted U.S. Supreme Court Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes in their own defense. They claimed that their eugenics program was being run from the United States. The Nazis were rightly admonished for war crimes, but not Thomas Watson. He went on to create the IBM World Trade Corporation and passed IBM on to his son. His granddaughter ended up marrying Margaret Sanger's grandson. Bill Gates' father worked on the board for Planned Parenthood, and his mother worked on the corporate board for IBM, who Bill partnered with to create Microsoft. With no medical background, Bill Gates then went on to become the world's foremost pusher of vaccines and population control. Do you think this is all coincidence? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funds the WHO, the NIH, the CDC, and the UN. And now he is saying that until we get mass vaccinations, we might never be able to gather in groups. And which activities like mass gatherings uh, may be in a certain sense more optional. And so until you're widely vaccinated, those may not uh, come back uh, at all. The president's coronavirus response team are all pushing the Bill Gates vaccination agenda. Dr. Fauci is on the leadership council for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. In January of 2017, Anthony Fauci told a crowd at Georgetown University that there would be a surprise outbreak during the Trump presidency. 
There is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. Deborah Burks is a board member for the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, Tuberculosis, and Malaria, which was founded by the Gates Foundation and known for millions of dollars of fraudulent misuse of funds. In October of 2019, Bill Gates sponsored Event 201, a simulation that estimated 65 million people killed by coronavirus. In November of 2019, the Peerbright Institute, funded by Bill Gates, was granted European patent number EP317-2319B1 for a coronavirus vaccine that may be used to treat humans. Today, Dr. Fauci says the virus will keep coming back, and he says the ultimate game changer will be a new vaccine. In Australia, the prime minister is telling people the shutdown will last months, that it's the new normal, and that the only way out of your homes is to accept the vaccine. There is no proof that vaccines are the answer. In fact, the CDC admitted in federal court that it does not have studies to support the claim that vaccines do not cause autism. A top UN scientist admitted that vaccines are killing people. It is time to do some hard thinking. Will you allow your government to impose forced vaccinations? For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. All righty. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was, like uh, like you said, Greg Reese of Infowars.com put that together. Uh, that's actually posted on the Facebook page. So you can, and I really encourage you to watch it, the video form of it. Um, when you can see the images they're showing, it really hits home even more than just listening to the audio. And I'll try and remember to put the uh, link for that video in the show description for today's uh, archive as well. Um, but that's the kind of thing that's going on. These are the people that are on the White House Coronavirus Task Force and are basically battling to keep things going as much as they can. And Robert is calling in. So I guess we'll go ahead and open the phones. <laughs> Doug, you can go ahead and call too if you want. And Edwin, anybody that wants to call in, feel free. Um, so what's up, Robert? Hey, thanks for my call. I wasn't going to call back, but then I thought, well, what the hell, I'll call back. <laughs> Welcome back to the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a combination of the changes I made. And unfortunately, for some reason, Butt didn't rec recognize it. So it wasn't accepting the uh, stream feed like it was supposed to so i had to reset uh -huh. everything and go in and then make the changes so i think now everything is back on track and i've got a little bit more uh control and some extra things that i can you know one of the things i had to do is make a change to my my, my video player was not one of the things in the in the mix that i could play from so now that i've taken care of that i can now play videos from bunches of different formats so anyway, that's why everything went berserk. <laughs> so what I'm going to gotcha. do is at the end of the show, I'm just going to keep going for a little bit and uh, watch my clock and go for about uh, so I have a full hour. That way I'll have a complete show to put back up for the uh, replay tonight. Oh. So that's anyway, cool. Um, cool. so what did you think of that? Did you hear the video? I did. The one you just played, yes. Yes. And uh, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Gates is bad Bobby news, Gates. and I mean, uh, Fauci and Bricks are basically joined at the hip with the schmuck, and uh, they're they're getting funding from the guy. From what I understand, yep. Bricks, her medical license is expired, and in many things you see her name put up, it just says Deborah Bricks. It doesn't say MD or anything like that. So it's like, what the heck are you doing here in the first place? Um, and Fauci is That's just, good you know, Fauci's just bad news all the way along. And his his first thing was AIDS and Ebola, especially AIDS, and that was a government created bioweapon. So kind of makes you look at where he's at. But he keeps saying, you know, we're not going to be able to release the lockdown until there's no more deaths from coronavirus, which is impossible. And number one, there's it's impossible to know if there are no deaths. And, you know, again, if you look at the numbers, and I hope Trump is doing that, um, there is absolutely no reason to justify any of this stuff. The very first day they started, you know, recommending closing down the, the economy, the uh, cure became worse than the, than the disease. And it did. And hopefully Trump is seeing that and seeing through some of this stuff. He just, he needs to, you know, and that's where we... You know, if we can't get a hold of them uh, physically, we need to be doing it spiritually. Everybody needs to be praying that God will get through to him, you know, get rid of these bozos and hire somebody like Dr. Glidden. Um, you know, one of the things that's on this this video that Dr. Glidden put together is uh, homeoprophylaxis, which is basically using homeopathic remedies as yeah. uh, preventatives, like, you know, like a vaccine, except the fact that they work better. And there's no downside, and they're very inexpensive. And there was, uh, you know, one of the big things of the lamestream media and the medical community are always saying, well, there is no, you know, peer-reviewed studies to back this up. Well, there are now. Uh, India, Cuba, and I think it was Brazil, between the three of those countries, those governments actually um, commissioned studies to look at using homeoprophylaxis to uh, deal with the flu uh, situation. And in, uh, they did over, over 90 million people were involved in these three studies, um, almost the entire country of Cuba, uh, like 90% of their population were given one homeopathic remedy uh, one time. And the results was 75 to 90% effectiveness of preventing the flu, which is far better on a good year. If you get any any results from the flu vaccine, is maybe fifty percent of that, and yeah. it comes along with all the the negatives. You know the the, the yeah. problems yeah. that people get, the uh, Guillain-Barré syndrome, you name it. Mm-hmm. And on top mm-hmm. of that, you know it's a proven fact that if you get the flu vaccine this year, you're more likely to get the flu next year. So, you know, using homeoprophylaxis yeah. is a far better way to go. It has a much higher success rate. It costs virtually nothing, and you know you can get a whole bottle of these little, you know, pellets in this in these remedies for you know five you know between five and ten bucks, and that's enough to treat yeah. you know what they were doing. That's enough to treat probably a couple hundred people. Um, so it's much much less expensive. There's no downside. You know, they will not harm you. Um, it's just an amazing situation. But they now have you know written studies. Uh, that's just one of the things that's covered in that uh, in that video. I highly recommend it. It's definitely worth twenty bucks, and you can get Jim, it. Do you know uh, Cass Ingram? Say that again. Cass Ingram, Dr. Cass Ingram. Do you know? Yeah, him? North American Urban Spice used to be on with Joyce yeah, Riley all yeah. the time. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. he was on um, your boy uh, Ben Fuchs today, and I've heard him before. He, he oh, he's on with Ben. Huh. He talks about oregano or oregano oil mm-hmm. as a really on viruses. Oh yeah. Kill viruses. Oh yeah. Whatever that word is. There. Uh, yeah. And, and he says it just kills it, and, and other viruses do not just uh, corona, but influenza. Yeah, it kills everything. Food. You know, uh, I have I have that's one of the things I have in my uh, my arsenal downstairs in the kitchen. I've got uh, mm-hmm. their P seventy three, you know, oregano oil. Uh, they have oregano. They have uh, capsule forms. Um, mm-hmm. They've got ton- he's got tons of great stuff. I've I've been using it for close to twenty years. Um, yeah. Great great stuff. Uh, you, it takes getting used to. I use oregano oil. I mean, it's like you swallowed a pizza shop. Uh, it's very, very strong, and it's something that uh, you can use it orally uh, as is. But if you put it on your skin, you've got to use a carrier oil uh, because it will it's very strong and it can possibly burn you. Uh, so it's something to keep in mm-hmm. mind. But orally, you just put a couple drops under your tongue and uh, you know let it uh, let it absorb. But uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. There's no question. What's that? I may get some there. Yeah, the P seventy three oregano oil is their probably their best selling product. Uh, it's not cheap, but it is really really good, and it'll last a long time. You know, the one thing you want to make sure is keep those bottles upright. Uh, if you if you let it lay down, and the oil uh, will get into the dropper and go all the way up into the little squeeze bulb, that bulb will eventually you know disintegrate <laughs> it gets it it's really weird the bulb will actually absorb wow. the oil uh so you want to make sure so that the that oil from? doesn't get into that bulb um it should just wow. be air okay going to that okay but, uh, yeah it's uh it's great stuff it's just one of many things and that's the thing there are so many um organic natural things that will kill these bugs mm-hmm. without any problem at all mm-hmm. you can do licorice mm-hmm. tea um Good grief. You know, like I said, the colloidal silver, the uh, hydrogen peroxide, ozone. There's so many different things that will work to kill this thing. And it's just one more, you know, the thing that shows that they are really not worried about people because, you know, and they should be every, they should have, you know, as part of this task force, they should be looking at all the different types of medical practitioners out there, not just MDs. You know, but that's the brainwashing that we've got in our uh, general public. Uh, but we should have naturopaths, homeopaths, Ayurvedists, uh, chiropractors, acupuncturists. They should have a whole panel so that they can look at all the options. The problem is, is that's not part of the goal. The goal is to shut things down, not to get people well. And if you have the people, the holistic <laughs> practitioners out there, they're going to have, they've got answers to this stuff that will shut it down in a heartbeat. Um, and that's that's antithetical to what they're trying to accomplish. Now, Trump is up there all it by is. himself, where he's the only one trying to reopen things and keep people well, and everybody else is, you know, pulling in the opposite direction. And uh, that's why we got to pray for Trump. You know, he's he's trying to do the right thing. I still honestly believe that, and he's being advised by the wrong people. Uh, when you got people that work with Bill Gates, who's a eugenicist and wants to kill off eighty, you know, ninety percent of the world population, uh, there's something going on here. And uh, this crap about looking for a vaccine and and you know, especially for this thing, 
when it's not that bad to start with and they're going to try and make a mandatory vaccine for this, uh, give me a break. That's not what we're looking for. But, um, and, hey, Jim. Yeah. Go ahead, Chuck. Notice I didn't say what's um, up. <laughs> did you hear me on Roger's show earlier? Uh, no, I didn't. I was in and out on Roger's show because I was working on a bunch of other stuff trying to get ready for mine. Okay. Um, so a guy posited this thought to me last night, and then it just the light went on his head. He made a profound statement, and I think it makes sense, and it, and it, it this is what and why they're doing it. <clears throat> they're trying to push, and I've been saying this, maybe not to you who are on this show, but they're trying to use this COVID-19 as a cover. It's not a cover just for financial and vaccine. Those are are part of it, like Mm -hmm. always. I think the main thrust of this, though, is 5G. 5G. Trying Mm -hmm. to get it pushed. Yeah, because they, I don't, you know, they built this narrative before a groundwork in the past of these uh, bioweapons being made in the labs in the past, right? Right. So then we get this coming this year, and they say it's been made in a lab as well. But, and what Samuel brought up in the last show from another doctor is that it would cost $1,000. There's over a million different types of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So within that family, and instead, it would, in order to do a specific test for that, it would cost $1,000. Okay? So they're not going to do that. And the thing is, so what, and there are other people that have said that they, they don't have the right test for this anyway. Right. My thing, what this guy posited and what I believe now is that they are, go, they are building the scenario for coronavirus because Fauci's already said it can come back two or three different times, uh, come back later. And, you know, we're, so what they're trying to do is make this the new normal. And they're trying to get us used to it so that they can use this as a cover as they continue to put in 5G everywhere. You know, there's mm-hmm. resistance to this 5G being implemented. Yeah. Okay. Up and down the board, not just from us, mm-hmm. but from experts as well. Yeah. So <clears throat> there, there's a lot of opposition to the 5G, and I think it's probably growing. Yeah. And I so, also think that, you know, like I said, they're trying to use the coronavirus as, like you said, a cover um, to yeah. say that it it deals it's upper respiratory and it you know it messes with people's lungs and their ability to absorb oxygen, which is exactly what five G does. It lowers your immune system and it uh, now, basically destroys the oxygen, and right, you can't now. breathe properly. And that explains also how you have the so-called um, people catching this virus when they can't track down anybody that they've been in contact with that was traveling overseas or anything else. It's like a spontaneous generation situation where if you look at those people that supposedly contracted it from someone else, but they don't know how or who, if you look and see whether or not there was 5G getting started in that area that they were close to, I bet you'd find in just about every case that that was what was going on. And I think there's a big, there's definitely a link between the 5G and the and this alleged virus, um, just for that reason. They had to cover the rollout of 5G with right. the virus. Right. 
I'm saying, what I'm saying is they've tried to give legitimacy to the coronavirus, COVID-19, that it's an actual thing. It may be, may not be. It doesn't have to be. That's my point, is that it's they've possible. got it planted in our mind that it's real mm-hmm. so that in Ecuador, where Roger lives, this is his his excuse for that it that it's real. Uh, I think he's trying to give legitimacy to that, who I now think is an idiot. Um, what's his name? The uh, I can't think of his name now. The oh, I can see his face. Anyway, he was promoting. You're not thinking his Cliff High. Of, uh, dang it! What is? Not Cliff High. He's the guy. Huh? Not Cliff High. Yeah, Cliff High. Okay. Cliff, I've gotten to where I don't trust him anymore. Um, I've listened to him enough that I just I don't trust him. I think he's full of it. So, especially on this deal. <clears throat> So anyway, in Ecuador, there's a coastal town that has COVID-19. He mm-hmm. says that there, he doesn't, as far as he knows, there's no 5G there. Okay, but it doesn't matter whether it's 5G or they're not causing the coronavirus. See, they're trying to put the two together. Now, it could, but the point is, is that they put this out so that in the time in the future, when they bring 5G out and it causes the symptoms that they're seeing now, they're going to blame it on coronavirus, not on 5G. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't surprise me. That, and that's that, the thing, yeah. you know, people just need to, you know, when 5G gets rolled out, they still need to raise a big stink about it. You know, say this yeah. is causing issues. You know, it's not a virus, you know. Well, did you see that? Did you see the, the did you hear uh, Daryl talk about the Crimson, Operation Crimson Mist yesterday? Mm, no, I, I don't believe so. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, so Crimson Mist has to do with the Tutsis and Hutus. And with us uh, going in there, they had special ops going in there um, that were running this. They had uh, C1, uh, C-130s, I think it was, that run, they had four or five of them. Yeah. And they had, on the ramp, they had uh, uh, satellite dishes hanging off of it. They were going across the country, and they were shooting out this wave out across. I didn't read the whole article, but I got that far. They were shooting out a wave across the the whole area, and they were agitating, aggravating, and and controlling the uh, Tutsis and the Hutus to kill each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and it worked. That you know, and that reminds me of Silent Wars, uh, for quiet quiet wars, wars. whatever it is. Silent weapons for quiet wars. And then this, and then think about how it's able. It's a weaponized system that the military uses already for crowd control. Yeah. So then they're going to tie use the five G to tie in all the smart meters, the smart appliances, the whole and the smart dust, mm-hmm. and everything that they put out there, so that they can have a worldwide net. All right. So yeah. then, and then. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, that's why i've been saying don't get any of the smart crap you know my refrigerator doesn't talk to anything you know neither does <laughs> neither does my tv set um my that's wife wanted to buy a smart tv a while back and I was, absolutely not <laughs> you know well, anyway i didn't get to finish what i where i the, the end of it what i told you that they're going to use this the coronavirus is already out there in the public Mm-hmm. It's in our mind. 
So when it shows back up again, people are just going to think it's coronavirus once they yeah. implement the stupid 5G. That's entirely possible. Uh, yeah, well, wouldn't surprise me. I tried to pause that to Roger, and Roger just kind of, I didn't get to finish it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't know if he was following me along the whole way, but he was going back to the bat study and stuff that, uh, what's his name, posed. And I just, you know, I don't give him the time of day. I, I, can't, I can't listen to him anymore. Yeah, I never I listen have to- listened to the guy. You know, I've heard of him, but I've never, never seen any of his stuff or never had a chance to pay any attention to it. But... Um, you know, the bottom line is people need to realize that this is all about control and it has nothing to do with health. Yeah. Um, you know, we're being hoodwinked and gaslighted, basically. And people need to realize that the numbers don't add up regardless, and we need to be saying no to this stuff. And the, re- yeah. the time's coming where yeah. people are finally going to sit there and say, no, this is enough. You know, when everybody, you know, right now, People are putting up with it because they think they're going to get a check from the government and they've got a little time off where they can kind of take a vacation and sort of get paid for it uh, in many cases. So it's not that bad yet. But when the checks stop coming and things get a little more crazy and the husbands and wives start battling (laughs) and the kids get out of control, you know, then you're going to start seeing people say, wait a minute, it's time to stop this crap. And if I have to file suit, you know, I see, I heard that uh, somebody, uh, Larry Clayman, I guess it was, filed a, a class action suit against China. You know, what we need is someone to file one for violation of uh, First Amendment, you know. And the thing is, again, it's got to be on an individual statewide basis because the government, the federal government's just issu- issuing guidelines or recommendations, and then the states are the ones that are running off half-cocked. And, you you know, I saw another thing this morning. I posted it on the Facebook page. Um, again, I can't find the stupid thing. But, uh, oh, here it is. You know, a uh, police cuffed dad in front of six-year-old child for not social distancing. The guy, his wife, and his daughter were at, in a park. No one else around. And they're playing ball, t-ball. Uh, and they're probably far enough apart, plus they're family members, so it doesn't make any difference. And the police come and arrest the guy. That is absolutely asinine. And that's the kind of stuff that we're going to start seeing because this is going to get out of control where, you know, the vast majority of cops look at this and it's like a joke. You know, I look at it, you know, if they're if they're actually worried about it, you know, the last thing they want to be doing is having contact with the public. And yeah, I look yeah. at it like when I was on the job still back when window tinting was a big thing and they determined that window tinting was bad, you know, was dangerous for police officers. So what do they do? They pass a law requiring us to stop cars that had tinted windows. (laughs) So we'd be forced to stop these cars that were dangerous for us, which I never did. And I said, screw them people. I don't care if they got tinted windows or not. You know, if I, if I, if they do something I got to stop them for, you know, I work at night. So the first thing I'm going to do is tell them to turn on their head or turn on their interior lights. And then you can see right through the tinting. But, you know, it's the stupid stuff that the governments do. And because the cops come from the same stupid society, everybody else does it. You know, they came most likely they came through the, the um, public fool system. And most, most cities and states have, uh, requirements where you can't hire anybody with an IQ over X number amount, um, 
you get these boneheads that get out there. They're you know badge heavy, and oh, I got a gun. I'm I'm a big man. And now they're going to start picking on people that are not social distancing. I said, give me a freaking break. You know, the orders are unconstitutional to start with. And if you knew anything about your oath of office, you'd realize that none of that stuff should be enforced by you. But unfortunately, true. you know, we've got all these issues coming out and it's going to get worse and worse. You get all the neighbors that are reporting their other you know, neighbors. If somebody goes outside and does something and, oh, you're, you're supposed to be in. And that's being a big thing. Of course, you got the mayor of L.A. who's offering to, you know, pay the snitches. Um, it's it's going to create some real upheaval in society, which is all part of what they're trying to do. Keep everybody fighting amongst themselves so we don't see what they're doing to us. And it works. There ain't no doubt. It works. But, um, you know, it's it's absolutely crazy. And I, I hey. hope that uh, people will start to see through this as time goes on. Um, you know. Hey, Jim. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I know you're drawing close, close to the closure here. Well, actually, no. You know, keep I, going. Was, I was listening to this uh, video that you played, this audio on my side. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know who it was talking, but he says, we have a large burden. What they're really talking about is the sacrifice of a lot of people. That's what he's really saying. We've got this burden to kill a lot of people, mm -hmm. and we just have to do it. Yeah. That's the problem. And, 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 and then he calls people, it the new normal. Yeah. And, and that's a, also a, a term words. going around now, the yeah. new normal. There ain't, you know, I'm putting up with no new normal. I want the old one. The old normal was bad enough. I want the pre-2001 normal. <laughs> and you said the only way out of your house will be to take the vaccine. Yeah, I got Except news for you. It. Accept it. Try and, right. get, try and see, inject me with that. something. <laughs> huh? Try and inject me with something. You better be wrapped in Kevlar. Yeah, well, to, it, the, these are all word wizards. So mm -hmm. they say accept it, not take it, but yeah. accept it. See, there's that voluntary compliance right. work. And that's the thing. Everything is being done so incrementally so that people will slowly. It's like, you know, putting a frog in the water in the cool water and turning up the heat gradually. And we're a nation of frogs. <laughs> well, one of the things I learned a long time ago was homeopathics. Uh, this was my own um, 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 boiling this down. Is homeopathics are actually the a correct way to vaccine people. Yeah. Okay. It, it's actually correct vaccination. A little bit here, a little bit there. And I've used homeopathics. I still have some of the salts. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I'll say here is um, oregano oil is specifically uh, beneficial to the lungs. The only difference between just regular, more harsh uh, regular oil and the P73 is the P73 is a higher quality and it's easier to take. I used to put it under my children's tongues all the time when oh, they, they were in that. school and, <laughs> and started to come down with something. They go, yuck, but you know what? Mm -hmm. They were healthy and they didn't come down with anything. Yeah, that's the thing. The stuff works. And, 
so many people need to, you know, and that, the big problem is, you know, we everybody's been brainwashed by the American Murder Association. It's been 108 years since we've had a free medical uh, marketplace in this country. And during that time, the AMA and Big Pharma have done a great job of basically wiping the slate clean of anything except MD allopathic medicine. And that's the big problem. And people are just, you know, dying as a result. If, if we could get back to where we were 108 years ago, you know, the street corner MD's office would be closed up within five years. The only place you would find MDs is in ERs, which is the only place they belong, you know, for dealing with trauma cases. You know, yeah, and it should be, you know, $5 to, to yeah. set an arm or something. But, yeah. You know, yeah. another thing uh, you uh, mentioned, um, which, which is the fear aspect of all of this and believing in right. faith, okay? Yeah. Because of the... Uh, uh, mess up at the beginning of the show with the software. We ran a little bit short, so I'm trying to get about three minutes or so extra. And I, I just wanted to stress the fact that people need to stop listening to what they're hearing on the media. Um, if it's on TV, even on Fox News, you know, which generally I, I kind of like, but they are owned by some people that are not the most friendly to the Constitution in this day and age. And some of the hosts are becoming more and more uh, liberal in their views as well. Uh, but uh, when it comes to the COVID-19 thing, they've all swallowed the Kool-Aid about the social distancing and all the stuff that, you know, they, they honestly believe this thing is real. Real to the point that it's it's extremely deadly and one of the worst things to ever come along, which is an absolute lie, flat out. If you look at the numbers and check things out, you'll find, and this is this is from the, the New England Journal of Medicine, or the Journal of American Medical Association, I think it is, yeah, the JAMA. Their numbers show that the uh, coronavirus for the average American is no worse than the seasonal flu. And in 20, the 2017-2018 flu season, it was like 80,000 people died from the flu. And that's going to be huge compared to the number of people that actually die from the, this so-called coronavirus. Even the numbers that they're putting out now, which are wildly exaggerated, to the point that um, most of the people that they claim died from the coronavirus didn't. They died from other, you know, pre-existing conditions car wrecks, who knows? But it seems like everything, anytime somebody dies in this country now, it's, it's, it's chalked up as a coronavirus death, which is BS. And people need to see past this, this propaganda and do some real research. Ask yourself, do I know anyone that I know for sure has the coronavirus or has died from it? Or do I even know someone who knows someone in that situation? You know, my wife works at one of the largest medical centers in central Ohio. She doesn't know anybody. You know, she is being fed the same line of crap that everybody else is. They're, you know, gearing up for a big push. But the thing is, is the numbers are showing that we're already past that. That we're on the downhill side, more than likely. And that's something that is, should be very telling. <laughs> um... 
you know, it, it's it's just really interesting to again to watch. But the fact that we're going to end up with what we're going to end up if people don't wake up is really scary. We need to stand up and say no. We're not putting up with this stuff. We're not taking vaccines. We're not going to buy your garbage. We're going to do our normal lives, and this thing is going to be a thing of the past. And that's the way we need to look at it. So do that, and we should be good. When I was um, doing a lot of um, my, we'd call it, um, biblical stuff of healing people and this kind of thing, um, just studying faith, studying believing from the scriptures, um, and being interested in medicine, you know, so say, holistic uh, Mm -hmm. treatments, I learned that um, there was a commonality to someone dying when a doctor would say to the person, there's no hope for you, just go home and die. And you know what? And they would. They would. (laughs) Yeah. They would. You know, luckily there's a few out there that take that and say, well, I'm not ready to go home and die. I'm going to go home and do some research. And those people. the opposite of that? Yeah, those are the people that end up surviving. Yeah, well, here's the opposite of that from the Messiah's mouth. If you say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and believe in your heart that it shall happen, it's going to happen. So there's the the testimony from (laughs) the mouth of the lamb, what your beliefs and and confession can cause or, or, you know, acerbate or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to have the faith. And that's the problem. Most people don't. And, you know, if you can get through to people and again, this is where the Bible comes in, you know, enter you in at the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. That's the general, generally dumb population. And many there be that go in there at because straight is the gate and narrow is the way with leadeth unto life and few there be to find it. And that's holistic medicine. You know, the Bible applies to so many different things, whether spiritual or physical. Um, you can see this played out over and over and over again. Um, very few people know about this stuff, and we're the ones that are going to be surviving at the end because we have seen the biblical aspects to it. And the sad part is the vast majority of Christians can't even apply those verses to outside of the spiritual realm. They can't see it applies to the physical as well. And I, I go through this all the time at my church, dealing with people. You know, like yesterday, the guy that I had to take to the hospital for his radiation treatments. Um, I gave him the information on the fembendazole. He's going to, says he's going to try it, you know, when they get through all this other stuff. I said, man, if it was me (laughs) and I was only given two months to live initially, I would be doing it yesterday. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him think. The the other side of that uh, scripture story is this, and it's very important, it doesn't go away, that, it, see, to find the gate, the Father has to lead you to it. So you go through that gate, you get on the narrow path, but that's the beginning of it. Yep. And you have to be circumspect in your walk. Well, that's with that, we're just going to have to wrap it up. We'll be back tomorrow with Michael Gaddy. So that was a great way to end on the Bible. Take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. We'll see you all tomorrow. Take care and God bless.